0: www.bottlenecktobreakthrough.com.
1: This is The Real Bottom Line, where we tell entrepreneurial stories about true grit and perseverance from frontline business owners themselves. Now, let's get started.
0: Are you charging enough money? Is your pricing appropriate? For your clients and your goals hello and welcome to the real bottom line financial bestie edition with francis shoggin and wendy brookhouse welcome francis
1: hi it's great to be here again always enjoy these
0: <laughs> this it could be one of my favorite subjects because i believe how you price what you do can change everything
1: absolutely
0: 100%. it is one of those it's a tsn turning point francis
1: it is indeed
0: so let's talk about that because you know one of the things we talked about before this episode is that your price tells the market stuff about you what does it tell them francis
1: well it tells them whether you are the right person for them and what you're going to hear from people is um, a lot of times you'll hear from people well your price is too high well chances are they're just not your customer the one thing you will not hear is your price is too low. You <laughs> just won't get that customer, yes. right? Like if you're going to buy um, anything, you kind of have an idea of what you want to pay. And you know, like there are certain things that you just, you do, you want the cheapest one, but things that matter, you want the, the one that's priced quality. appropriately for you. The quality.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. this is a story that comes back to me time and time again. And we're going back a long time ago because it involves my mother and she had a computer technician that she worked with uh, who could come in and do tech support for her and he had he was charging 25 dollars an hour and he had no clients he was not busy he doubled his price and he was busier than all get out yeah so i think that illustrates your point that you were making because it if it's at 25 does he really know what he's doing
1: exactly. versus
0: 50 oh my god this guy must be good yeah
1: yeah especially if you're going for people who are who are busy yeah they don't want to spend a whole bunch of time with you they want to spend a very short period of time and they want to pay (laughs) they want to know that you know what you're doing and and that is how you one of the ways you convey exactly like you said yeah
0: i think also i i translate this into legal services because uh you know back when I was first starting and I needed a lawyer for something, I can remember going to an associate and we worked through it and it took a little longer, but when I got the bill and it showed that he, that person had talked to three different levels of partners and more senior people, the first thing that came to my mind, Francis, was I don't wanna pay for your education. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. now I am of the mindset, I am going to pay the level of price for the complexity of my problem because I know I may may pay more per hour, but Mm -hmm. I'll end up paying less in the long run.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I ran my bookkeeping business, I was the most expensive bookkeeper in my community. Um, Mm -hmm. I was approximately double what an entry level bookkeeper was, but I was twice as fast. So (laughs) in reality, you were paying the same, same, but getting the experience. And, you know, and that's something you have to keep in mind, too, is that as you get better, your hourly rate should go up because you were giving the same value for the same price.
0: And I think we should translate that also into value-based pricing as a package versus an hourly rate. I would love to get the world away from hourly rates if possible. Just, I think it's selling of time and it's tough. Yeah. Uh, So how, you have a system to know if the pricing is too low. How do you know if your pricing is too low?
1: (laughs) There are are a couple of things. One is if you're working full out, full out, and you're not making enough money. Hmm. Your price is too low, like straight up. So, you know, so how how much money should you be making?
0: Well, let me weigh in on that one, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so some of the planning I like to do with people is figure out what does the cost of their ideal life be? So if that means they wanna do some sort of vacation, maybe they wanna uh, you know, spend a lot of money on their kids and their activities, or they need renovation money or whatever, is understanding what the price is or the cost of their life is so that they know what their business has to produce. on an after-tax basis so that they can fund that life because I I also think it's lost sometimes Francis, that a business yes it's about our purpose and spreading good in the world it's Mm -hmm. also to fund you it's also to make sure that you have a life yeah so I think that's where I think that you know understanding you know when you get to your pricing and you look at what is your capacity? What is your joy? What do you need? These things need to be factored in as well. But I don't, I, I think that's knowing what that number is, is key.
1: It's key. Absolutely. And then, so you take that number and then you divide it by the hours that you're available to do the work, yeah. which is not a hundred percent of the hours that you have available because it's it takes awesome. time to run a business and to get customers and do all those things. Um, And then that's the that's what you need to make for yourself, then you also have to look at how much your business makes. So we can get into like variable and fixed cost here.
0: Well, let's start with the fixed, because in a fixed world, uh, the fact that I have internet is a fixed cost. It is not my price for my internet is not predicated on how much business I do. It is the same. So I kind of look at my fixed costs are my office rent my whatever my va my assistant all those things that are not changing Mm -hmm. no matter how many clients i have does that make am i defining it right
1: yeah another way of looking at it is if you didn't work for a couple of weeks but what are the bills you still have to pay
0: nice okay i like that one right yeah
1: Yeah. so these are these are things that don't change Mm -hmm. and then your variable costs are the costs of doing the business with each Person or customer, and it usually can be tied to a customer. Yeah, directly. Myself,
0: I know that I have a welcome kit I sent to every client. That is a variable cost that I can associate with a particular client. One of the things I see people forget a lot is that their credit card processing fees are a variable cost and should be accounted for in that manner.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yeah, and then you know, like if you if you're buying um um services for your customers right. so like if you you know uh like for bookkeeping you may be paying for their quickbooks or their or right. you know their that's license. a variable cost or the, the license for the software thank you that's it there's <laughs> the word i was looking for <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're good together <laughs> you can translate for me yeah so and, and look at your history like, don't try to sit and remember all of those oh, things. God, no. Like, look at your bank account and your credit card account and just what have you been paying for in the last year?
0: And then go back to our last episode so you understand that what you're measuring has to be is very important. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Yep. So, when you break them out into variable and fixed, let's use some um, let's use some uh, accounting language here, Francis, so that people can say, oh, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, variable costs can be considered your um, cost of goods sold.
1: Right. To some yeah.
0: Degree, right? Yes. So a lot of times you're going to hear the word COGS, which is mm-hmm. cost of goods sold. So if I have a, a service that I'm selling for $100 and my variable costs are $20, um, it means that my COGS are $20.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: That leaves us... Yeah, that leaves us 80 dollars left over and that's, what, that's called what's that that's called?
1: the that's the gross profit
0: what is the and the gross margin, margin
1: yeah 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 so the gross margin would be um 80% because we're working with 100 dollars right right so if it was 200 dollars in the same numbers it would still be 80% but it would be 100 it would be 40 dollars of COGS and 160 of gross profit does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. and, and, our fixed yeah. costs, we have to remember that that $80 is all we have left over after selling that service to cover those. And that includes right. our profit, our taxes, and our pay.
1: Yes. And so, um, yeah, you have to understand that that you don't get paid. So let's talk about the difference between income and revenue. Yes. So that $100 that comes in is revenue to your business. That's not your income. Your income is what you take out after you've paid everything else, or you take out first and then leave to pay everything else. Right. Doing that properly.
0: So let's layer this back in because we talked about capacity, right? Mm -hmm. So now we have kind of built out two of what I consider the three things of pricing. You may have more, Francis, so chime in. But I think (laughs) of capacity and need. So we have figured out what your income needs to be to support your ideal life, right? So now, what does your revenue need to be once you take out your cost of goods, take out all your fixed costs so that you have it at the end? What's the income? So what is the revenue needed to produce that income? Exactly, and then when you layer in your capacity, meaning that if you start looking at the n- numbers and you realize, wow, based on what a, how I price myself, I'm going to have to work 80 hours a week, and in- to achieve that, we now know we need to look at your pricing.
1: Yeah, or or your productivity and or your productivity.
0: Right. So what okay. you
1: just described is another way of kind of saying cost plus. Tell you me figure more, out that what your So um, I worked in the construction industry and what you would do is you would um, count up all of the costs of the materials and then add on certain percentages so there'd be there was a percentage for miscellaneous and let's not forget about that. Because right stuff happens stuff always happens, we don't know what that stuff is going to be, but something's going to happen, so there has to be some room there. So we would put, like in construction, this was in the 80s when there was a crazy inflation. We had 30%, like straight up 30% because we know that things were going to change. Then we would put 20% on top of that for um, profit. And, um, and, you know, everybody's wage was already in there. So that's, that's what a cost plus is, is what's, what's it going to cost? And then you, you add some um, percentages on top of that. There you go
0: so, the third, so there's thing, those. the third thing i've already is joy
1: joy, I joy. Love it.
0: right because now that we know how to analyze each of our product lines and understand which one's making it easier to pay all those bills which one gives you the most joy and if it's not and if that's not the one that came to the top from a pricing perspective now you have a challenge to figure out how do i get that priced so that i'm doing more of what brings me joy and that i'm in my zone of genius all those things um yeah. so that you're you're enjoying your work more
1: right and in part of that and and this kind of goes back to how do you know you're not charging enough is about having good customers right right so if you're if your customers are not fitting in well with you you're charging inappropriately most likely charging undercharging. Mm. So what you're doing is you're attracting the kind of people who are looking for a lower level of service. Um, meanwhile, you may be promising a higher level. And, you know, if you find yourself kind of resenting your customers, then you're definitely charging too low. Um, yeah. And that's part of the joy. You should be working with people that you love working with and, and who mm-hmm. love working with you. My yeah. favorite, like, I had custo- I have customers who thank me and have a smile on their face as they pay me right absolutely. as they're signing the big checks and they're like they're thrilled with it and that's the joy you want to have in your business because you know that you're giving your best to your customers and they're getting the best because they are the right customers so if, the, if you're not there you're probably charging too low
0: absolutely well I think there's so much more we can dig into, Francis, in our next episode on pricing. But today, I think the real bottom line is that pricing and clients should bring you joy. I love it. Your business is making a profit. You're growing. But you may still feel like you don't fully have a grasp on how to make the best use of this success. Don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Wendy Brookhouse, creator of the Total Wealth Accelerator and host of this podcast. I've developed a quick and easy tool that will give you a detailed snapshot of where you're currently at in your business and wealth growth and how you can improve upon it. It's called your Financial Diagnostic Score. It's completely free and you'll instantly get the results. So head over to TotalWealthScore.com right now and see where you can focus to grow your wealth. Wow, there was just so much learning in this episode. Do you want more? I have a special offer for the right entrepreneur. A complimentary one-on-one coaching session that is all about you, your business, and your goals, so that you can accelerate your business and start to accelerate the growth of your net worth. Head over to wealthcoachwithwendy.com. There you will find a letter that kind of outlines all the details of this offer and also an application form. We have an application form because there's such a limited number of, of slots that we're opening up for this that we want to make sure that the people that um, uh, do are successful in getting the slot we can make the biggest difference with. So head over to wealthcoachingwithwendy.com and apply today. Thanks.